Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Natural Health Revolution, brought to you by Circle of Light. Get that good, good feeling with a delicious cup of Fiber 89. All natural, nutritious ingredients to help keep you moving. Available at all good supermarkets, pharmacies and health food stores. Or visit us at circleoflight.ie. Welcome to the Natural Health Revolution, a weekly series that focuses on bringing science and nature together. Join me, Dr. Sarah Kelly, as I bring you top experts from the fields of science, health, nutrition and wellness to inspire you on your journey to long-term well-being. The Natural Health Revolution is sponsored by Circle of Light. And today we are talking about all things gut health. Welcome to part two of our conversation with Lorraine Cooney of the Gut Health Clinic. We've all heard of prebiotic fibre and how it is good for our gut health. But what exactly is prebiotic fibre and how is it different to probiotics that we find in yogurts and pharmacies? So tell us, Lorraine, what is the difference between a probiotic and a prebiotic? It's very easy to confuse them because they sound so similar. So prebiotic is, um, it does have a definition in that it's a substrate that's utilized by your microbes that confer a health benefit. So prebiotics kind of have to demonstrate how good they are as food for your bacteria. So the easiest way to think of it is that pre, the P-R-E, is food for your gut microbes. And these are their favorite foods. And prebiotics are all fiber containing foods. But just to make it even more confusing, not all fiber foods are prebiotics. But if you have a wide variety of plant-based foods, you're going to increase the number of prebiotics in your diet. And that's key. So your microbes will be happy because they're well fed. Yeah, of course. And they get on with doing their jobs. And then probiotics? Probiotics then are live bacteria. So this is has a definition as well. So these are live microbes and when consumed, confer a health benefit on the host. So they have to be scientifically proven to have an effect on the body. So something that you consume, sometimes you get it in food such as yogurt or your fermented foods. But a lot of these won't have been, say, assessed or quantified as a probiotic. We know they have live bacteria, so that may sound confusing, but yeah. those foods, as we demonstrated, are um, beneficial for our gut health. But you can also get them in formulations such as tablets or liquid form that you would take. And there's lots of, lots and lots of probiotics on the market. Yeah, it's, it's quite a confusing space. And even there's a bit of, I suppose, controversy over whether, you know, taking the probiotics, if they make it through the stomach acid and make their way to your gut. Yeah, and some of the some of the brands have demonstrated that they can reach the intestine and confer a health benefit. But again, they should be in a certain quantity, usually in high numbers, and they vary specific strains within a probiotic. But in general terms, there's not enough evidence to say we should take a probiotic if you've got no issue. 
So let's address the wind or the bloating issue. Some people seem to tolerate um, prebiotics better than others and some people, is that a just a total individual thing? Is that to do with just the high dose of fibre that they're not used to it or? Yeah, there's a couple of elements in there that maybe I can pick up on, but I do think if somebody increases their fibre very quickly, you're giving a lot more food to your bacteria so they're not used to this. And so a consequence of increasing your fibre too quickly is gut symptoms such as bloating or a lot of gas or maybe a little bit of abdominal discomfort comfort. So even advice in my clinic, I would say if you're increasing fibre to do it slowly, you know, you don't have to go from zero to 100 overnight. You want to slowly increase the number of plant-based foods in your diet. I should have said that earlier, actually, because it's a really important part of this. But basically the prebiotics are food for your bacteria. So you give them lots of this in large dose, say. Your bacteria are going to be so happy, the big party down in your gut, (laughs) but you may suffer the hangover, which is more bloating and and But it's not harmful, right? Like it's not a bad thing. It's just, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable, but it's actually probably a sign that your bacteria are well fed. Okay. So you're trying to find a balance. So obviously you don't want these symptoms. No. So the sensible advice is what you're saying is just go nice and slowly and titrate up. There's no rush. And so Lorraine, you set up the Gut Health Clinic at the Black Rock Clinic, is it two years ago, three years ago? Three years ago now. And tell me, what type of patients or what conditions do you work with in the clinic? So for the majority of people, it's those with gut symptoms. And um, so that could be a number of digestive conditions, mostly in irritable bowel syndrome or IBS, maybe inflammatory bowel disease, such as Crohn's disease or colitis, diverticular disease, chronic constipation, reflux, gastroparesis. That, that's really the majority. I, I see anybody else, but really, if you've got a gut symptom, we know that dietary interventions and lifestyle interventions can be very effective. Yeah. And I, you know, I started talking openly to my friends, my family, to anyone I meet, talking about, you know, constipation, talking about IBS, talking, you know, openly about these things that kind of, I suppose there's a bit of a taboo about talking about that space. 100%. Which you probably Yeah. It's actually this. termed the poo taboo. <laughs> yeah. Poo taboo. I love that. Yeah. Even to say the word poo, people can feel quite embarrassed yes. or shy and and think it's something that you can't publicly speak about, but actually it's really important. And yeah, I, I think the amount of people that maybe are constipated and don't know, don't realise they're constipated, that's something that surprised me. Yeah, a lot of people don't know. And there's um, the definition is that you have less than three bowel motions per week and they're small and pellet-like. So if you look at that Bristol stool chart, it's type one or two would be the kind of defining presentation of constipation. Okay. And you also may find that you don't move or complete a bowel motion Um, it may be incomplete. So you feel that you haven't passed the stool fully. So those three things are indicators that you may be constipated. Um, But a lot of people don't know that they're constipated. And or if they do, um, maybe up to 65% of people just try and treat it themselves with over-the-counter medication Mm -hmm. and not bring this issue to their, their medical person or GP but if somebody is just maybe put out there as well that if somebody is suffering with a change in bowel habit over longer than three months they should really speak up and get it checked by the GP because it could be a number of things going on. Yeah so if it's something that can't be resolved with stereotypically you the recommendations would be increase your fibre increase your fluid so if that's not improving your symptoms or the condition then you should yeah look about getting it. Particularly with constipation if that's not it's not helping yeah maybe you need extra support with that. Okay and then IBS is something um again that you're passionate about i know from you know any conversations we've had so is that something that like is that condition that you've seen it's become more prevalent 
I don't know if it's become more prevalent, but it is, it affects maybe 10% of the population. So it is a very common condition. And a lot of people over time, over years, will suffer with some sort of gut symptom. And the new evidence that we have is that we've got a lot more effective dietary and lifestyle interventions that can help manage something like irritable bowel syndrome. And this is the fascinating thing, um, is that irritable bowel syndrome has been redefined over time. And now it's known that it's a dysregulation of your gut brain axis. So treatments for IBS obviously include your diet, but also I think supplements and probiotics can play a role. Um, plus also the behavioral side of things, psychological interventions are really important as well. Okay, so there's a couple of things there. There's, first of all, it can present in different ways. So there's constipation predominant IBS. So the difference between that and constipation is that you will have abdominal pain. That's sort of like Okay, because that was my next question. Yeah, yeah, what's the difference? Okay, I'm with and you. And then you have diarrhea predominant IBS, so that's mostly diarrhea. Or you can have mixed types, so you can alternate between diarrhea and constipation. It's good to know what you have. Again, diagnosis is really important. Yeah, absolutely. And isn't there more and more research looking at the relationship between the brain and the gut? For some people during stressful times or times when they might be feeling anxious, their IBS symptoms might be exacerbated? Absolutely. That link is always there. And I will always ask... Um, um, patients who attend my clinic to describe their stress levels or if they have time off or go on a holiday, do symptoms improve? And that kind of gives an inkling as to how much the stress part may be playing a role. So one of the main diets that we would have these days for IBS is a version of what's called the low FODMAP diet. It can be used in different capacities. So, so do you want to give the FODMAP just for yeah. people maybe who aren't familiar with yeah, that? you mightn't have heard of it. It's just an acronym for hard to pronounce carbohydrate names. Okay. Um, and it's taking a bunch of short chain carbohydrates. So these are more fermentable carbohydrates from your diet. So yeah. you take them away, what you do, but you give the gut microbes less food. And so therefore, when you take them away, people with IBS tend to have less bloating or gas or their bowel habits improve. It's very effective when used properly, but it's a process. It has a beginning, a middle and an end. But when we talked about our gut bacteria and our microbes, when you go on the low FODMAP diet, you change or the beneficial bacteria, the quantities of the beneficial bacteria reduce. Yes, you've taken away their so food. You've, you've yeah, taken away their, their food. Fuel, yeah. So you don't want to stay on something like that long term. Restricted diets are not the way to go. And they're not the way to go for gut health. But it can be very helpful for people to help discover what are their triggers. But when I mentioned the gut-brain access, I think it's really important to bring in something behavioral alongside that. And that is usually something in line with relaxation, stress reduction. So there's a number of different things that people can try and usually pick what you would be most suited to. So um, such as gut-directed hypnotherapy, mindfulness-based meditation, yoga, CBT, which would be delivered with a psychologist. Yeah, and you've co-written a book on FODMAP and it's called Gut Feeling, is it? Gut Feeling, yeah. <laughs> so that is just a collection of low FODMAP recipes. So if you're following a restrictive diet, it's really difficult because you have to avoid so many commonly used foods, particularly onion, garlic, wheat, mm. certain vegetables and fruits. So it's just about inspiration that if you're following this plan that you've got some recipes to go to. Okay. Sort of a guide as well. So a guide with swaps that you can make and definitely stressing that it's um, a process. But if you do things properly, you can find your triggers and maybe bring in some of the relaxation techniques, something that you know, you can do on a daily basis, combine those therapies, possibly with a probiotic, I think you can get over the line and be in control of your IBS long term. So if people are interested in reaching out to you, so how can they make contact or how can they find you? So you can self-refer um, to my clinic. I'm on Instagram, um, Gut Health um, Clinic BlackRock. Lorraine Cooney is my name. You can just search on Instagram. Find the Gut Health Clinic online. It's on the website. Um, and if you want an appointment virtually, I can arrange that or I can see you in person. Okay, amazing. And Lorraine, thank you so much. Thank you for being with us oh, today. Thank you. I really enjoyed that. Cheers. 
Thanks for tuning in. To hear the full show, go to circleoflight.ie or wherever you get your podcasts. To celebrate our brand new series, The Natural Health Revolution, together with our sponsor, Circle of Light, would like to give you, the listener, the chance to win a hamper full of Circle of Light health drinks worth €120. The prize will include Circle of Light's unique green coffee range with all the natural benefits of the unroasted green coffee bean, which is a tasty and healthy alternative to your regular roasted coffee for natural support of your heart and skin health. Also included is Fibre 89, a soluble fiber you can take as a warm drink or even sprinkle on snacks to help you increase your daily fiber intake and keep your gut in balance. And for those of us who find it hard to power down at the end of a long day, you will also win Triple Z, a natural herbal night drink with added vitamins and fiber. To be in with a chance to win, simply go to circleoflight.ie forward slash competition. Terms and conditions apply. Winners will be published on the Circle of Light website and notified individually. The Natural Health Revolution, brought to you by Circle of Light. Available at all good supermarkets, pharmacies and health food stores. Or visit us at circleoflight.ie.